Rancho Radio. 92.9. We are brought to you this morning by Pam Harris's Pequail Realty in Rio Rancho on Southern Boulevard. And it is time to find out what is going on in the city of Rio Rancho with our Mayor Greg Hull on a brand new year. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Derek, and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everybody. And, you know, it's going to be a great year. I can just feel it. I tend to be the eternal optimist, but I just see the glass half full. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I got to tell you, 2022 wasn't too bad. Oh, 2022 was a great year, but I think 2023 is going to be just as good because we're all about the progress. We're all about getting things done. We're all about seeing projects through to fruition. And 2022, we saw a lot of projects come to fruition. And well, 2023 is here and we're already done our first ribbon cutting. And where was that? Our first ribbon cutting happened at the new Defined Fitness in the old Kmart building, just over here. Just a stone's throw from the radio station here. South of us, yeah. So I remember going to that when it was a Kmart. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's a lot of space. So what'd they do with it? Half of the space is the new gym. And it's got, at the time we did the ribbon cutting, which was on uh, January 2nd, we did it on Monday. At the time of the ribbon cutting, the swimming pool wasn't completed, but it's supposed to be finished up here pretty soon. But the rest of the gym was amazing. They so did an a indoor really, swimming pool. Yeah, indoor swimming pool, beautiful brand new locker rooms. It was just really nicely done. But they only took up about half the space of that Kmart building. So there's still about, I think, 40,000 square feet oh, that's man. still available for something else. And, and of course, they're looking at what they can put in there and, and who would be a good tenant for that if they want to do that or if they wanted to sell it off or do something with it. Mm-hmm. But they have sectioned it off. So. It's now effectively two different spaces. So we could eventually see something else over there. Now, they redid the parking lot, too. They right? did. They did a beautiful job on that parking lot. Nice and smooth going in there. So Good, because it was in bad shape. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we want to give a shout out to uh, Paul Blanchard, who's one of the owners, and Larry Lujan, who's another owner, and all of the team members that stuck by that investment because, quite frankly, they bought that Kmart building and they had intended to move rapidly on converting it to a, a defined fitness. And they had committed to building two locations, as you know, in the city of Rio Rancho, one up in Enchanted Hills. And then this new one that they would replace the one on Ridge Rock, which is where their other location used to be. And that one's closed down now. And they moved into the new Kmart building. And they had committed to make both these investments. And when the market kind of shifted and the pandemic hit, And supply chain issues became a real serious issue. They could have said, hey, look, we don't need to move forward with this project. But they stuck it out and they saw it through. And I will say, look, I saw chatter on Facebook. I had people email me. Why isn't this thing happening? Why aren't they moving forward? And those are questions you really can't answer because as you and I have talked about over the years, that's a private investment decision. Even if you buy a new building and you say, I'm going to put my business here, if something shifts and something changes in the market and you decide that it's not going to be a profitable thing venture for you to do, well, you know, it's always your right to back out. It's always your right to change your mind. It's like when you put a contract down on a new house, you decide that all of a sudden that house doesn't work for you and and you decide, no, before you close on that house, you decide you're not going to do it and change your mind. I mean, it's just the same thing. It is a private decision, not really driven by local government or by the city council or myself or anything like that. But they saw this through despite a lot of adversity, but despite a lot of challenges. 
And now that that old Kmart space is, well, at least 40 plus thousand square feet of it is beautiful, brand new facility that when we opened it on Monday, we did the ribbon cutting at 11 a.m., and all of the people ready to use that facility were lined up down the <laughs> sidewalk. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah. And I said, look at all these people ready to kick off their New Year's resolutions. <laughs> so it was yeah. great. Well, so that's something, you know, we say brick and mortars are going away, but that's something you still need a brick and mortar for. Correct. Exactly. That's There's, probably a good investment. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's something that they do need a, a brick and mortar location for. And I think they did a beautiful job and I do wish them well. And Paul was very complimentary on the process of going through the building process with the city of Rio Rancho. He was really contrasting it with other cities that they've built facilities in and talked about how Rio Rancho was just one of the best communities that he had built a building in. And he'd done it twice for these defined fitnesses, but he had, he's built other things here and he just was singing the praises of our development services staff and our inspectors and all of the individuals that helped bring that investment to fruition. And, you know, it's just, you, you continue to remind people that it's his money, yeah. <laughs> you know, not our money. So when people say, why isn't this happening? Well, it, it, I don't know. That would be his decision since it's his money and that he's spending. Right. And, that's one thing we just have to kind of keep in the forefront is all we can do is make sure that as they come and apply for building permits or they submit plans and drawings, really the only thing we can do is make sure that those plans and drawings are processed as quickly as possible and the permits are issued as quickly as possible so that we can literally pave the way for them to bring that investment into the community, right? But beyond that, the city has very little to do with it. Right. It's been two weeks since we've seen each other. I know it. And something happened in those two weeks that has made my life a whole lot easier. The city didn't do it, but it still happened. They opened 528. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Three lanes yeah, each direction, had, 45 mile an hour speed limit. Exactly. If we had had a Christmas show, right? Yeah. You know, if we had a show between Christmas and New Year's, we would have highlighted that, yes, the barrels came off of 528. And, and once again, I remind everybody is that we bemoan the barrels going up and the work that needs to get done, right? But there is a sacrifice that has to be made to upgrade infrastructure, namely roads. Mm -hmm. And that sacrifice is we have to slow down, we have to spend a little more time in the car, we have to get through those construction zones, unless you find an alternate path where you can get around that. These are the things that are going to happen when people say, Mayor, you got to fix these roads. Okay. Mm -hmm. Understand what that means. Yeah. <laughs> right? Close it. Yeah. It means there's going to be some inconveniences around getting these things fixed. And so I looked at that because I didn't know how bad it was going to be. I thought, all right, well, I can take Southern over to Country Club, then Broadmoor and up to Northern. But that's way a big circle around. Or I could go through Corrales. Right. Come down through Meadowlark and come around up, you know, on Corrales right. Road. But it was actually faster to just sit in the traffic when they had right. 528 one lane closed or something bottleneck than to go around. There's really no good way to get around that. No. And I, th but honestly, I think they did a pretty good job of keeping traffic flowing. And I they think did. DOT did a great job and I got to do a shout out to DOT on the work that they did. And I know it seemed like forever and it was, it was like 20 months. Okay. It was a long project, almost two years, but you have to understand everything they did there from 
widening the bridge over the Los Montoyas to actually rebuilding the Los Montoyas uh, Arroyo underneath there. If, if you're driving over that bridge, look to the east and look down in the Arroyo and see all the work that they did to modify that channel to make sure that the properties around there are all protected from any type of catastrophic rain event. And then the frontage road and the curb and the gutter and the sidewalks and the retaining walls. And the islands in the middle are all nice uh, with rocks and things. Yes, and the islands. And there's so much work and engineering that goes into laying down a road. And look, if you forget something, it's not that easy just to dig it back up and say, oh, so I forgot to put a pipe under here. So they've got to think things through very carefully. This project, while it took about 20 months to complete, give or take, and I'm not sure the exact time that it took, but it took double that time just engineering the project where the engineers were looking through each scenario, three, four years doing the engineering on this going, okay, we've got a road. What, what do we need? Okay. We've, we're going to need a new bridge here. What's all that going to need? How many pylons, how many pillars, how do we get these utilities to go across? Cause if you remember, there's a utility line that goes across yeah. there. How do we get that underground? How do we fix this? How do we fix that? And every little scenario well, comes up. You've got some left turn lanes that trucks can use, some they can't. You've got a retaining wall. Where does that start? Where does that stop? All that had to be yes. designed on somebody's. And, and then, of course, when you're pouring all this concrete, there's set times. You can't just go, okay, the concrete's poured. Let's do the next thing. You've got to wait for that to set. You've got to make sure that everything's there. Then all of that stuff has to be tested, like for compression and the PSI on the concrete and to make sure that it's poured to a certain standard and that it's set properly and that it's going to do the job that it's expected to do, which is retain dirt or to keep things from moving, right? And there's just so much. And then, of course, all brand new traffic signals. uh, Oh, and I got to see it. I was coming to work when they switched on the new ones and took the ones off the wire that was hanging across Northern. Yes. And they turned on the the one on the steel bar. I was there right when they did that. Yes. That was kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. So pull down all the temporary stuff and get that stuff in striping, which comes last in the landscaping. And, And all of this just takes a huge amount of time when you look at that project from where it started at Ridgecrest and went all the way past Northern, that was a very substantive project. But you say all that to go, okay, it was 20 months, but now that it's open, it's like the heavens have opened up and the lights are shining down and there's it's glory, that aha moment. Yeah, right? well, and two lanes to make a left turn on, what is it, Sunt? Yes. And where that used to back up, now yeah. you've got two lanes, uh-huh. so that doesn't back up. It right. still fills up, but it's not blocking traffic, right. at least if that we, I've seen. We want to try to move traffic in yeah. there as quickly as possible. And I know there's been some questions about why they put the zipper lane on uh, Rockaway, which is where you move two, tr- two lanes of traffic in and then you have to zip it together. Right. There's been a little bit of chatter about that, and we will try to figure out why DOT decided to put that there. But once again, it was a DOT project. The engineers looked at the traffic flows. They looked at what they felt was the best way to continue to move traffic. And a lot of times they'll do the dual lane so that they don't have to make the left-hand turn lane as long, or maybe they don't have the, well, the room would, to do the left-hand turn lane. It would back into the left lane of traffic because right. there were so many cars turning there. So now they have a double lane. But right. as you said, you've got two cars now turning left right. into a one-lane street. Right. And look, yeah. that's what they did to Cabazon off of Unser as you turn on to Cabazon as you, as you, if you're headed oh, south yeah. Yeah. on Unser mm-hmm. and you're making a left on the Cabazon Boulevard. They did the same thing there where... They made that a double turn lane to get traffic off of there. And, and as soon as you get into Cabazon, 
you have to start you Merge, know, merging yeah. <laughs> together uh, or yeah. zipping together, I guess, if you will. But those are the things that sometimes we have to do to keep traffic flowing. But traffic engineers that have studied this thing far more than I have ever studied it know what they're doing and they think these things through very carefully. They do a lot of traffic counting. They do a lot of monitoring. They look at the patterns. They look at the habits. They look at the peaks. They look at the lows. They look at all of this data that comes through when they're engineering these roads and and how they're going to work and how they're going to operate. So once again, I just want to do a, a huge shout out to DOT for giving us the pulled off barrels for Christmas. Uh, yeah, that, that was, was a nice great... present the state gave Rio Rancho because that's one of our main streets and the city doesn't maintain that. Exactly. Yeah. So it looks great. Looks wonderful. It was a beautiful project. I appreciate. I think it was Albuquerque Asphalt that did that project. I think they did a beautiful job. It just looks amazing and uh, really adds to the appearance and the aesthetics of the city of Rio Rancho. And we're going to keep moving on these roads. Now, yeah. being the 528s That done, was my next question, because they even paved the first, say, 100 feet or so of Northern for you. Right. So now we've got to finish the Northern project, and we'll probably wait till the car wash there gets their turn lane put in and all that stuff. Mm. There'll be some modifications there, but Northern will need to get repaved all the way up to Rockaway. Mm-hmm. And then quantum where the police station is that's going to get redone and potentially laser as well so all of that area is going to start to see some improvements now the next two roads that are up for grabs right at the moment that we'll start working on sooner than later is spring and 19th so those are the next two that are going up and if you live in Northern Meadows, you notice that on Tuesday the 3rd, they started construction on the stretch of road between Unser and Wilpit. So that is now under construction, and I'm sure that it'll take a, a few tries to figure out how to get through there in a timely manner. But I just encourage everybody that lives in Northern Meadows, take your time, look for an alternate route, or give yourself plenty of time to get through the construction zone. And once again... I know how bad that stretch of road has been, and we need to remember that. Let's remember that that stretch of road has been really, really, really bad, so it's going to take some time. I think this is an eight to 10-month project to get that done, but when it's done, it's going to be that wonderful moment when the barrels come back and traffic is allowed to flow freely through that area. And look, I think that should have been done years ago when the developer put that community out there. I think that section should have been done kind of like what we did with Los Diamantes, where we had the developer build Westside Boulevard mm-hmm. from Unser out to Los Diamantes. The developer built all yeah, that. because it was a dirt road once you got past the shopping area. It was a area goat there. trail. Yeah. I don't know you could call it a road. You get past the church up on the hill. Right. And that thing turned into a rutted goat trail. <laughs> I, 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 I never think, went that far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I did a few times only because we were out there kind of scouting what was going to happen out oh, there. Oh, Okay. As you recall, the the motocross individuals that had built this massive track yes. all through I, that area. I heard about that. They were yeah. not happy that their track got plowed up. Well, it kind of wasn't their property, but yes, it yeah. got plowed up. And now, but Joe Harris Elementary is there now, and Los Diamantes is there, and it is a beautiful community. And there's still lots of desert to go oh, uh, yes. motocrossing in. I was looking on uh, realtor.com, and looks like those houses, even with the interest rates going up, in Los Diamantes, are still selling as fast as they can get them up. Yeah, they're selling like hotcakes. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be just a, another beautiful community. So, all right. Now, Derek, before the holidays, we talked about a city newsletter. Did you get one? 
I got two, one here and one at my house. Well, there you go. You got your newsletter. <laughs> yes. We promised that they'd be delivered around the first of the year. Yeah. And if you haven't gotten it, please, if you haven't checked your mail, obviously mail didn't run. Well, it's Sunday, so I hope you checked your mail by this. But I was telling people on Tuesday, if you haven't checked your mail because there wasn't mail on Monday, right? Because that was a, a holiday for the New Year's. Right. So you might not have gotten your mailer until Tuesday, I but by it. now you yeah. should have gotten it. But this is the new community newsletter. And look, if it wasn't for us trying to communicate in every possible way to get information out to the citizens, to let them know that we are here trying to get as much information. I appreciate you and KDSK radio. The fact that you're committed to helping get this information out and we do this radio show and this is one of those great avenues where we have this tremendous community partnership between myself and the radio and thanks to Pam Harris for her sponsorship and because Pam wants to see all this information get out to the community as well. The newsletter is one more tool in the toolbox and, and Rear Ranch has never done this to my knowledge where we've sent out a full community newsletter to every postal address in the city. I have gotten things like from the water department that it's time to start conserving, you know, when right. we hit April and things like that and what the rules are for water usage, but I've never gotten something like this. Let me hold this up to the microphone yes. while you explain <laughs> so people know. Yes. Well, it's a beautiful, I think about it, yeah, eight-page newsletter, and it's just full of all kinds of information, and this is kind of the introductory newsletter Meet your elected officials. It's got the city council and myself on the front. So we know what you look like. There you go. You can put a face with a voice. Yes. <laughs> We've got a new quality of life center opening in the spring of 2023. A lot of the stuff that's in this newsletter, we've talked about right here on KDSK radio. And that's why we're hoping that more people will listen to KDSK radio. Oh, and to the water bill point, understand yes. this was that we're mailing out that water bill. So putting an, uh, an advertisement in there and then built into your, right. you know, your water services yeah. every now and then an update or an update card goes out to water customers. Mm -hmm. Right. And cause that's very specific to that. This is the first time we ever had like an, a general overall newsletter about city operations. Cause remember the utility is an enterprise fund. It operates as kind of while the city owns it, it operates as a separate business. All right, so let's take a look just quickly. With, yeah, so, so the front, we've got the new Quality of Life Center opening in spring of 2023. You and I have been talking about that now right. for some time. That's the new library and community center up in Enchanted Hills called pickle The Pickleball, pickleball. Pickleball, indoor pickleball, yeah. right? I'm sure those courts will be booked 24-7 <laughs> because there is a craze of pickleballs right now. I love it. And we meet with a lot of individuals that are saying, please build more pickleball courts. And we're trying. We're trying. And we might have some announcements around that later this year, but we'll look as we move into the new year and we talk about all the things that we're hoping to get accomplished in the new year. Road improvements, there's a whole two now, pages on that's this. That's interesting because it shows the machine that does that. I always wondered, I've never seen that done, how you cut out, there's a crack. Okay. Yeah. So do you just pour asphalt in the crack? No. No. You actually cut piece of it out yeah we cut we cut out about 13 to 14 inches there we cut out a strip i <laughs> i got a call from this one person that thought we were paving with these rubber stanchion bases uh, oh. because after this guy you've got and i'm pointing to the picture here and i know that i'm on the radio so <laughs> bear with me there's a picture of a guy in what looks like a bobcat who's doing the cut for mm -hmm. the on the crack 
And then in the next page, you see the guy over here with the steamroller. Right. And you know, he's, the, he's recompacting it. Right. Well, this guy that's cutting the crack out, he comes way before this guy that compacts. So while that crack is open and he's cut that 15 inch trench in the middle of the road, we have to use these rubber stanchions to kind of buffer. Otherwise, you hit a huge bump in your right. car. Right. Yeah, so people can your... drive across there, but for goodness sake, we're not paving with those things. No. Right. It's a temporary thing. So when this guy shows up with the asphalt, his crew actually pulls all those rubber things out. They put down the asphalt and he rollers it and you have what's known as crack patch and crack seal. That is part of the road maintenance project. But road improvements have been happening throughout the city. And look at these upcoming projects here. We've been talking about these for a while. King Boulevard, which started this past week, Pine Tree Road Reconstruction. That's kind of started because we had to pull down the trees to get right. get started there. We will put some trees back there that won't be left that way. We didn't leave the trees at Country Club Plaza. Remember, there were these huge, huge cottonwood trees that were there on Country Club Plaza, Country Club, yeah. right? And those all had to come down. And I remember a few people called and said, hey, why did we take those down? And we said, look, we had to because of the way the road was being redesigned. But we did put trees back, right? And they look beautiful now. When you drive down Southern, in that new section of Southern, and all those Oklahoma red buds are budding in the spring, mm-hmm. it is just gorgeous. And I got to tell you, Mayor, I'd rather have those than the cottonwoods because the cottonwoods, certain time of year, that stuff blows around oh, and yeah. gets into everything. Yeah. Well, and they're they're also not as water-friendly as the Oklahoma red buds. But anyway, the uh, 19th Avenue reconstruction Spring Road reconstruction, Enchanted Hills Boulevard, Northern, Quantum, Laser 26th. All of these are going to be slated for reconstruction this year. And I notice you have a picture of the park there where they're fixing Riverside Drive, which has already started. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to that getting done. Yeah, well, I noticed. I drove through there through the holidays, and I noticed that all the, uh, it looks like they're done with the water line. They've been pouring some curb and gutter in there. I saw that. So pouring some of the medians, because we are going to break up some of that asphalt with some medians, Mm -hmm. because medians are known to be used for traffic calming, slowing people down. And so there'll be medians. There's some medians. I noticed that they had already poured some of the curb and gutter for the medians. And that means that most of that water pipe, if not all of it, is already done. And now it's just onto the actual building of the road, the reconstruction of all the asphalt. So they'll do one side. And because they've got it one way right. and then they'll finish that and then do the other side Correct. and go the other way. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So you got that project going on right now and we hope that that'll wrap up. Then you've got this new library of things. The library and information services department has many non-traditional items available to borrow. This collection is designed to support lifelong learning and creativity by providing the physical tools to explore new areas of interest and to learn new skills. So the library of things are things that you can go and check out from the library. The new collection is displayed at the Loma Colorado Library, and it will include such things as birdwatching kits. Wow. I remember when you used to be able to borrow records, LPs. Yeah. yeah. You know? Coolers, coolers on wheels. Hey. How about that? Yeah. Croquet sets, metal detectors, tennis racket sets, ukuleles, <laughs> and more. So- we're going to be starting to where you can check stuff out, right? And our libraries are such a critical, important part of our community. They've been here from the very beginning, and they provide an invaluable service, especially to individuals 
that might not have internet service. I mean, the libraries have internet. You can go log on to the internet or you can check out a digital book. You can borrow a movie. They have all kinds of movies that you can check out as well. So go get your library card and check out the new library of things. So we're going to be checking those things out. Imagine everything they have available is on the library website. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go to rrnm.gov and check out the library link. And of course, a picture of our award-winning campus park and Skyroom Amphitheater. We're hoping to bring more attention to that because I'm telling you, we've had anywhere from eight to 12,000 people at each event that we've done out there from the grand opening at the 4th of July when we did the whole grand opening to fall festival. That was massive because last year we tried to do the pumpkin carving contest. This year it was a little scaled back, but we've got the food trucks out there. It's just an amazing time. And then, of course, Winterfest this year was an absolute amazing success. And we went through a lot of hot chocolate at this year's yes. Winterfest. <laughs> well, I can tell you, it sure is nice for me when we do, and we've done several broadcasts out there now, that uh, the acoustics are great when we set up the speakers under there and there's power everywhere. Yes. We thought about it all. And those are really nice stadium lights out there, too. They light that park up. And so we really thought about it. And we're going to be looking to expand that park this year. Okay. To, to where? Well, there's a section to the east of the amphitheater that still looks mm, like a, okay, yeah. a dirt bowl or still a dust desert, bowl out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's going to be filled in and that'll be built out as more additional park. And then to the north, as you go up toward King Boulevard, there's also kind of a little, looks like a drainage pond that goes through that mm-hmm. area. Yeah. That also gets built out over there as well. So, so. they fill that in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. More space. I can see Mayor's Sunday is fun day up there Sunday. Someday. Yeah, when we get a little more shade and maybe get a swimming pool up there. That would be, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shade would be, yeah, we need some trees. That's that's the nice thing about Haynes Park, yes, because it's hot in August. Absolutely. Also, this tells you all about the uh, Rio Rancho 2021 annual police report. If you're really concerned about what's going on in the police and fire, the public safety reports are there on the city's website we'll be getting the 2022 ones up here pretty soon now that we're we're through 2022 we'll get all the crime numbers out there i know people are sometimes are call me and say hey crime is on the uptick but it's really not i think it's just because with social media we hear about it more so you can get the public safety report we are going to start up the citizens police academy again and so you can go on and apply to be part of the citizens police academy and you can look that up at rrnm.gov and check out that police academy and sign up. I know you have to get signed up and it is kind of a lottery because there are limited slots to getting into that academy, right? And then here's a big one that we talk about every, every year. Yeah. <laughs> Who is responsible for those pesky weeds? Okay. So if they're in the parkway, is that the city or the homeowner? In the parkway. Um, that area right next to the curb. Okay. So, yeah, that area between the curb and the sidewalk, if you're in a residential area, it's the residence. Is that city property or is that? It's technically an easement, okay, but it is the residence property, basically. So, so, don't go mowing your lawn and make it look all nice and avoid the parkway thinking, well, that's the city's property. Right. And that's that area between the sidewalk and the curb. Right. And either the property owner or the HOA or the POA is responsible for the maintenance of that. Now, for instance, Southern Boulevard now, along the commercial districts, in the commercial districts from the sidewalk to the curb, that is the cities. That's city right-of-way all the way from sidewalk to sidewalk Enchanted Hills Boulevard be the same way then? Yes. Well, it depends on where the residents, but yes. But Enchanted Hills Boulevard, 100% of it is 
the city's responsibility with the exception of where Skafka has some drainage channels through mm. there, right? Okay. So that's a full-blown city facility. Well, I'm talking about, especially in commercial districts, mm-hmm. uh, I think the best one to, to look at is Southern Boulevard. Okay. So there's a lot of businesses there yeah. that from the sidewalk to the curb is the city's responsibility to clean that. And so when we see that getting out of control, um, we have to send city crews out there to clean that up. Now, some of the businesses just go ahead and clean it up as part of what they do. But for those that don't, we do have to wait sometimes for the city to get out there. But anything from the sidewalk back to the business, that would be the business's owner's responsibility. And then, of course, looking at medians and right-of-ways, those are maintained by the city. But remember, the city is 103 square miles, and we have, what was it that it said back here, 467 miles of roads to maintain throughout the city. So we've got a crew of, I don't know, about 12 to 16 individuals that do this work so they're responsible to try to get through the whole city and i do get that well mayor you know why is the city telling me to pull my weeds and the city's not pulling theirs well because we're all trying to find the responsible party to get it done but the city's got a lot more to maintain when you look at it in the open spaces and the drainage channels along the sides of the roads there's so much in the medians oh yeah there's so much more there to be done that it is kind of hard to keep up with, but they do circulate through the city and try to clean it as best they can. Then there's this free services available to residents from waste management. And uh, on the back, where to find us in the state up to date and report issues. We're active on social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Nextdoor. And use the Report Rio Rancho system available at the city's website at rrnm.gov or download the app to report non-emergency issues. And then it also talks about employment opportunities that the city of Rio Rancho is hiring. Go on the website and Ooh. take a look at all that stuff and see if there's a job out there for you with the city of Rio Rancho. So that newsletter is pretty comprehensive. If you'd been listening to KDSK radio, none of this information is going to be new to you. <laughs> we should have mailed a radio to everybody that got the newsletter. There you go. It's a, you get this <laughs> weekly report from the mayor right, right. here from yeah. KDSK radio. Absolutely. Well, we'll try to get more information about this out to everybody. And I want to remind you once again, as we start the new year, we've got a lot of things on the burner coming forward. A lot of new restaurants coming forward. We've got the new market street that's coming forward. We've got a lot of new businesses that are going to be coming forward. 2023 is going to be chock full of information, chock full of excitement, chock full of progress, chock full of new things coming to the city of vision. And honestly, the best place to get that information is right here every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on KDSK. And if you miss it here, head on over to Spotify and get the podcast it's the Greg Hull Mayor of Rio Rancho podcast on Spotify. It's a free listen. There's no paywall to get through to get to the podcast. So you can go out there and listen to it. And I would encourage you that if you listen to it, share this podcast on your Facebook page. Share this podcast on your next door or Twitter. You can just take the link, copy it, paste it, say, hey, here's a lot of great information from the Mayor of Rio Rancho on what's going on in the city and how you can get hold of me, how you can ask questions on the radio. I'd like to see us get more questions coming into info at kdsk.com or send Derek a question on Facebook that we can answer right here on this radio show, 8 a.m. Sunday mornings. 
And we're going to try to keep you as up to date as we possibly can on all the great things that are happening. And I'm telling you, Derek, I said it before, I am optimistic that there's going to be some things happening in the city this year that will finally put an end to some concerns going into the future. And uh, I'm going to tease that out because you're never going to know when we're going to make some of these announcements. But I think there's some exciting things that we're going to be announcing in 2023 that's really going to turn this city, put it on a, on a really cool new direction and course. All right. Well, Derek, thank you. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you again for spending your Sunday mornings with us right here on KDSK. Remember, once again, go out to Spotify, Greg Holm, Every Rancho, if you didn't get to hear the whole show. And uh, go out there, make it an amazing year, and God bless.